Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kind of being part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. Our peeps are in the house. Welcome aboard. Yvette Avery Herod, is, uh, she made it. Actually, you guys are alternating today. How you doing, Yvette Avery Herod, La Preciosa? We also have Bridge MCP. And we have somebody new called Lina Rodnin. No, I know it's a wrong account, Senor Lina Rodnin. Of course, here in, in Texas, Lena in Harris County is a popular name, Lena Hidalgo, who is the most powerful young millennial, young woman in all of Harris County. She runs Harris County, kind of gets a lot of people kind of upset about that, but it's your time. Anyway, Lee Grant is in the house. My brother, Lee Grant, is in the house. We also have... Alistair Waters. Como estas mi preciosa Alistair Waters. And of course, I think I called that AVQ by his false name already. But hey, what can I say? What can I say? What can I say? We're going to have a great program for you today, folks. We're going to have a great program for you today. And of course, after we get into it, we're going to, we are going to continue talking about that thing from... Um, What's her name? What's her name? What's her name? Um, uh, Mary Lou Retton. We're going to talk about that as well as I get rid of a draft here that I sent out. There's a particular congresswoman I thought I was going to have tonight that it seems like they canceled on me. They can't make it. So we'll see what we can arrange there. Anyhow, folks, anyhow, we're going to have a a good show for you. Let's see. what. Whoa, Eric has a long one. At least seven investigation launched into Colony Ridge. I'm not touching Colony Ridge. Uh, let's see. AVK's new video doesn't work with my old monitor. Ever confuse a DVI cable with a DVD-D cable? Yep. Yep. NP Babies. NP Babies? NP Babies? What's that? What's that? What's that? Uh, Michael, is Lena ready? <laughs> All right, what else have we got here? What else have we got here? Anyway, folks, let me tell you, I've been hooked on to the Hunter Biden, uh, what is it called? Uh, that hearing, it's 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 not the Hunter Biden, uh, it's a Hunter Biden something of Congress. What do you call it? A contempt of Congress hearing. And boy, are the are the things going crazy on that? It's but it's beautiful. Uh, I love to see when progressives uh, come on and actually show that they care and that they are going to t- go with you toe for toe. It was beautiful. And it continues to be beautiful because it's going on right now live. But of course, we're doing the show right now. So I'm going to have to uh, look some of it on reruns. But it was sure it was sure beautiful seeing. But the best, the best line that I got, or not one of the best lines, I have some more that I, I'm going to cut. But I cut this one early, and it started to go a bit viral at Daily Coast. And I'm going to play this one from you. This is our good friend Jasmine Crockett, and I want you to listen to Gr- Jasmine Crockett on what she did when she talked about. Now nah, we're not going to. The reason Hunter doesn't want to go behind closed doors with you guys is you know why? You know why? Let's listen to what Crockett had to say. Jasmine Crockett, Representative Jasmine Crockett from Texas, 
completely destroyed Republicans at a hearing. And it was beautiful in the way she did it. She first started out with why it is that nobody should really speak to uh, Republicans at these hearings behind closed doors. Why? Because y'all lie. That is what she said. And then she segued into Jan 6 and really called out Republicans. I want you guys to listen to this because this was epic. Check it out. We'll take it on the other side. Let me tell you why nobody wants to talk to y'all behind closed doors, because y'all lie. That's just the bottom line. You have done it thus far in this investigation. You have done it this far as it relates to this committee. In every single hearing, y'all spin, spin, spin. I don't know how y'all are still standing right now because you should be quite dizzy from all the spinning that you're constantly doing when it comes to spinning the truth. You talk about free and fair elections, but you back a guy who we know tried to steal the election. And this isn't about what Democrats have to say. Let me remind you, for those of you that don't know how the justice system works, it's not a matter of the president went in and indicted Trump, but we are talking about grand juries. Grand juries are comprised of American citizens and the people that have entered pleas of guilty that will be flipping on your leader in a minute. They are Republicans. I do want to point that out. And half of them were Republicans that were handpicked by Donald Trump himself. So to be clear, whatever happens to your little leader, it's going to be because of the actions that he took. So you can talk all you want to about how January 6th was nonsense, but all of y'all were running at that time. Y'all were grabbing y'all's gas masks and y'all were running to your offices because you didn't know if they were coming to kill you. You should have cared that somebody was there to protect you, but instead you want to play games because you found out that it was your leader that decided that he wanted to propagate an insurrection on our country. So don't tell me that you care about the Constitution because you don't. All you care about is Trump getting reelected. And I'll yield the last of my time to my leader. I mean, it is great when you have a progressive Democrat in the halls of Congress because they don't play the games or they don't take a knife to a uh, to a uh, to a pistol fight. They actually go out there and without fear, they go out there and defend the people of the country they're there to support. It is amazing. Imagine if all our Democrats behave this way, it would be a completely different story. And the bullies that have that, the, that the, the, the Republicans are would not be able to do the things that they do. Was that beautiful or was that hermoso? Was that on point or was that perfecto? Come on, man. You can't tell me that she didn't hit where it hurts. And I have another one, not from her, but from Jamie Raskin. But I didn't have enough time to put it together. Otherwise, I would have had another doozy for you. But I'll fix that up for you for tomorrow. So hopefully tomorrow. I will have that one for you. Anyhow, folks, anyhow, uh, Egberto, you have nice nails. I do. Oh, uh, what can I say? I think you really meant, uh, you meant Jasmine has nice nails because she does. She's a beautiful woman who's always well put together. That's one thing I can tell you about her. All right. Michael Rodden says, Lee Grant, progressive stance against both Biden and the rest of Congress on their response to the Israel-Palestine situation. We are not like you. We can criticize our leaders when they do wrong. 
Exactly right. And you know what? If you listen to my show this morning, I admonished El Senor Biden this morning as we spoke about Israel. So I don't think uh, we, we know how to we know how to look at uh, the, the wrong that's done by anyone, whether progressive, Democrat, liberal, Republican, conservative, right wing, got MAGA, you name it. If you're doing wrong, we're calling it out. If you're doing right, we're making and holding you tight. Hey, I was trying to make a rhyme and I kind of did it, right? All right, uh, let's see what else we got today, folks. Before I go to the other video, anybody else have anything else to say? And don't forget, this is also a call-in show for those newcomers that are just coming into the show for the first time. You can give us a call on 281-823-7747. You can call us from your telephone. You can call us from your screen. You can call us any way you want to call us. 281-823-7747. AVQ, Egberto, read out my comment to Mike C. Uh, Your comment to Mike C. Let's see if I can find... Your comment to Mike C. Rudnin, where is your comment to Mike C? Hey, Mike, Hunter Biden wants a public hearing. While Republicans who ignored congressional subpoenas for Jan 6 are calling Hunter Biden for a private hearing. Who's really in contempt? Of course, it's the Republicans who sole goal. I'm talking about our congressional Republicans now. They want to be able to do what again? Lie. Lie. Yvette Avery Herod said, Senator Crockett said what needed to be said. Yes, yes, and yes. ABQ, uh, <laughs> you don't have to thank me for reading out. You guys are wonderful, all of you. Uh, Mike Zizek says, Hunter Biden can't demand what type of hearing Congress will give. Well, yeah, you're right. And he did the next best thing. He simply said, I won't even listen to you guys. I won't come. Take me to court. Alistair Waters says, too bad the former liar-in-chief won't be held to the same standard you like Jasmine Crockett held to Mike Sisa. <laughs> from Carl Cox. Hey, Carl, how you doing? How's the studying going? GOP, MAGA Republicans are a joke. Don't want a public hearing with Hunter Biden. They want to lie. That's what they want to do. And I'm not giving you can you can keep throwing that into the screen about the personal uh, relationship that that uh, our sister in in Georgia is purported to have with one of the special attorneys. Doesn't matter to me. Uh, You need to worry about what's going on in your bed and not what some what's going on in somebody else's life. You know, get a life. All right, let's see what else we have here. Links to House committees on first page. Thank you for giving us that prescient information, my dear E2247. Is there anybody that that came into the fold since that I have yet to call out? I see somebody say, hi, Melanie, and I know I didn't call out Melanie Keelan. So let me call out. Good afternoon, Melanie Keelan from Barcelona, Spain. We missed you this morning on our program. Uh, Carl Cox says his classes start next week. Wish me luck. I am not going to wish you luck. I am going to give you positive affirmations because that which is within you will flow and you will do perfectly fine, sir. Uh, Eric case corruption doesn't matter to Egberto, which is due to his progressive views. No, that's not true. I don't believe I, I hate corruption. 
but I don't like propped up or made up corruption. And I don't run after every story that the, that the right wing comes out with to create some sort of a chaos. I don't run after that at all. Republicans want to take snippets of whatever Hunter Biden says, probably out of context, probably after whatever crap questions they are going to ask and spin it. Uh, that's why Republicans seek a private hearing with Hunter Biden. The rest of the country isn't playing that game. Seems like we have a spammer in there called Laka Saba. I'm pretty sure Bridge was going to take care of that. Uh, Mike Cisak says, Egberto doesn't mind left-wing corruption, only right-wing corruption. Nope. I hate corruption. All corruption. Uh, anyway, I think we got another video. And this one here has to do with evangelicals. I, I, I prepared this one last night. I played it earlier this morning at KPFT, but I think you're going to like this one. Uh, John Fujil Sang, love the guy. Listen to what he has to say about our evangelical leaders and as well about the media. You should love this one. You know, John Fujilsen had a call out on evangelical leaders. These guys, you know, the kind of guys that support Donald Trump, the kind of guys that want to lock women up who happen to have an abortion. You know, the kind of guys who want to claim that they love they love to feed us so much, but when it's time to take care of the kids, they're never there. John Fugilsan came out with a rant right before Christmas that I missed, but I kind of came across it on, uh, on, on Daily Coast and other places just today. Got to present this because I hadn't seen it said this well before. And then he has a special call out, but let's listen to it here and then we'll take it on the other side. Uh, I would love to leave behind right-wing fundamentalists and Christian nationalists who use Jesus, whose birth we celebrate, as a prop while legislating and fighting against his actual teachings. There's a lot of right-wing brothers and sisters in this country who identify as Christian, and they care about the manger and the crucifix, and they ignore the 30 years of teaching. Uh, Jesus is um, not an ally of the Republican Party. There is no overlap between Jesus and the policies of Donald Trump. In South Carolina, they tried to have a bill this year calling for the death penalty for abortion. We're so pro-life, we'll kill you. That's where we're at right now. <laughs> Seeing the Pope this week enrage yeah. these right-wing Christians so much because he acted like Jesus in blessing gay unions. Yep. Jesus is not anti-immigrant. He commands people to welcome the stranger. He never mentions abortion. The Bible never condemns abortion. We've had two generations of Christians in this country who have been groomed to believe criminalizing abortion is something to do with what Jesus talked about. Christ was a peaceful, radical, nonviolent revolutionary, never mentioned gay people. He commanded you to pay your taxes, to welcome the stranger. Individuals and nations must care for the poor and sick in Matthew 25. He who lives by the sword must die by the sword, Luke 22. There's a reason why these right-wingers never try to put the Sermon on the Mount on walls and classrooms. Now, I'm the child of an ex-nun and an ex-Franciscan. Oh, wow. And if you are, if you want to criminalize abortion and put people in jail, 
because you're so Christian when Jesus never mentioned abortion, but you support the death penalty, which Christ actually opposed those things that the rest of us aren't obliged to take your claims of Christian piety seriously anymore. And the media is to blame because the media loves a bad guy and has made the Falwells and the Robertsons pass for what Christianity is for a generation. It's time to take the Bible back from the hypocrites and thugs. Notice what John did in that in that call out as well. He called out the media because he made it clear that uh, that these these clowns who make up our uh, evangelical leadership that has uh, created a Trump, the evil that is a Trump, uh, the fall well, the fall wells of the world. All these guys, he said, media, you didn't do your job. You need to do your job because you know what? These guys are harming the country and you are complicit if you don't call them out. And what does he call them? He called them thugs as they should be called. He called them thugs as they should be called. Well, anyway, <coughs> Mike Sisek. Okay, Berto, so you want Joe Biden removed from office? No, I don't. I don't want, I think he's, he, he made a terrific, a terrible, uh, he's doing terribly in Israel. And I, the goal is to change that to stop him from allowing Netanyahu from murdering Palestinians. That's what we're talking about here. All right, Eric, uh, so Egberto voted for Joe, so that means elections have consequences, right? Of course, elections have consequences. But I, it doesn't matter if I voted for Joe or if I voted whoever I voted for. I am going to be watching them. And if they do something I don't like, I will also be, be trying to get it changed. That's what a democracy is all about. That's what it is. Michael Rodden says, Mike, see, duplicitous about corruption. If we, got, if we got money out of politics and ran election based solely on federal funding with ranked choice voting, Republicans would lose most elections. I mean... I wouldn't mind this, but you sure? Breed says Mike C doesn't realize he's calling out the left, but not the right. Party of law and BS. <laughs> Eric is accusing me of bashing religion. I don't think I did that at all. I just gave a statement of fact via John Fujilsan. Uh, oh, he's good, Egberto. Yes, he is, Bridge. He is. Paul Fleming is in the house. He says, I am late in from Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome, Paul. As long as you're here, brother, as long as you're here, that's all we want to have us some Paul. All right. Paul also says, given the litany of ways President Joe Biden has outperformed Donald Trump, there is no shortage of kitchen table issues he could make the focus of his campaign. The defense of American democracy, however, is too urgent to ignore. Thank you. That's true. I think he has to mix that up with with uh, he has to turn that also into. And why, by the way, when you reelect me, this is how your life is going to get better. I think that's also important, Fleming. And I think you would agree with that. Uh, Alistair Water says not bashing religion, Eric, just immoral ideology. Lee Grant says religious people get to choose their own leaders. They don't need the approval of atheists or agnostic, to which I am sure Alistair Waters is going to give us some knowledge. Alistair, you are live on air. 
Ooh, hey, y'all. I just wanted to add a snippet into Redmond's comment about ranked choice voting. Yes. Our current system is not in line with having a third, fourth, fifth party. But ranked choice voting would allow that. So, I mean, for those that are on the extreme right, it would benefit them. Actually, it would. They're not. It really would. It would benefit them. So, I mean, if, if that's a cause that they're concerned about, I think maybe that would be something to encourage them to speak with their legislature and and the powers that be that would allow the change. Because our current system won't work for any yeah. anything more than two-party system. Right. Right choice voting is a perfect answer to really getting the the candidate that most people want. That's what it's all about. Exactly. Ranked choice gets exactly. the, the, uh, uh, the, the person that gets elected is honestly the person most people want. Uh, our current way yes. of saying uh, the Democrats pick the best person they want, the Republicans pick the best person they want, gives us the Biden Trump. Right. And it turns out that the people yep. want neither Biden nor Trump. And that is right, something exactly. ranked choice voting would, would take good care of. And, you know, it's hard. It would what happens? Cut down the lesser, it would definitely cut down on having to choose between the lesser of two evils exactly. scenario that we face at almost every election. Yes, yes. You know, but, you know, the thing about it is the powers that be, they're scared of ranked choice voting because of that choice. What you'd find I think in the first few years, you'll find that neither establishment Republicans or establishment Democrats would win at all. Only only real agents of change would start to win because the diehard Republican is going to start out with your Republican choice. The diehard Democrats going to start out with your Democrat choice. But guess what? It yeah. turns out that the biggest choice is neither Republican or Democrat. It's the, it's the person who wants somebody else. It's so funny in this country. Right, right. You know? Exactly. So, so they're, exactly. They're, that is excellent. That's a very excellent point, my dear Alistair Waters. Absolutely. Hey, thanks. I will I will let you get back to the show. I just wanted to put those two cents in. I will get back to the show, but let me just make one correction. You are part of the show. Sure. The show never Our ended. Show. <laughs> you're right. right. You're right. Thank, you're right. Thank you, beautiful. You have a good one. Okay. Hey, Take care. You All right. too. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Anybody else want to call in? 281-823-7747. I'd love to hear. You know what? It would be nice if somebody calls in. I don't know. Maybe. A, there we go. There we go. Our This one is going to be, and I'm going to guess, and I'm going to guess correctly. Our beautiful Breach MCP. How you doing, Breach? You got it. You got it. I just wanted to make a couple of comments. Number yes. one, that guy was on fire. Whatever I can't pronounce his name. Fugilson, it's John Fujilsan. There you go. Whatever. He was on <laughs> fire and he was correct. Yes. He really was. He was so good. He Point for point. Because the Bible doesn't say any of the things that these people say. And that's why when he referred to the the, the, the sermon on Mount, sorry, the, when he went to the the, the Mount, the Mount, preach, yes, right, he preached so many things. And the only thing in the Bible about anything, say sexual, 
is men may not lay down with men because at the time, and I'm sorry to say it's still in the books in some states in this country, men cannot have sex with sheep. I mean, it's still on the books. Look it up. Yeah. So that's yeah. what he was referring to. I mean, so it's that. The second issue is the, the, the religious issue. And I think Lee said something about they can choose their own leaders or whatever. And he's right. They can. But they're fanatics. Some are fanatics. There's nothing wrong with having, being religious. There's nothing wrong with going to church, reading the Bible. But, like, don't go on Sunday and then do crap all week long. Because you're doing well, the wrong thing. They say, yeah. feed the children. Oh, but not the immigrant children. <laughs> you know, feed the, the poor, but not the ones that are immigrants. Well, not one person in this country except for Native Americans are, are Native. They're all immigrants. And yes, many of us came here legally. And many have not. And some are still on a waiting list because our INS is so behind. And that's why Biden's bill is so important. But like if you're going to practice what you preach. Yes. That's all. Now, the third thing is they're all flipping out about Hunter, 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 Hunter. It's like Hillary, 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 Hillary. She sat for hours and answered every damn question. And Trump will not even appear. Or the rest of them take the fifth. Or the rest just ignore the subpoena, but demand one out of Hunter. So, like, why are you so into Hunter not doing a subpoena, which he knows damn well is going to be behind closed doors, and then going to twist their words? And then Jordan doesn't go to a subpoena. The people who are subpoenaing him won't answer one themselves. Right. Like, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I'm like, I just, I well, don't understand you know, how they could just, well, the Pick thing about choose. it, Bridge, what they do, right, is you they, the, the, the right wing, if you go to right wing media, which I do every so often, you only hear a piece of that. You only hear the half of the story corresponding about you. And that's the difference between left wing media and right wing media, right? We hear a bias because you listen to my stories. My stories, they have progressive biases and I do not, I do not even try to hide it. I am a progressive point blank. I give a progressive tilt to the policies that I support. Uh, but I am also going to tell you that Hunter Biden didn't go ahead and honor the subpoena. I'm going to tell you all. I'm going to tell you the whole works. When Joe Biden does things like I'll ask, hug Netanyahu, I am going to get pissed off at Joe Biden and report on that as well. But the other oh, yeah. side doesn't get that Maybe. side of the story. And by not getting that side, they make up their minds incorrectly. And again, that's why I say I don't go out there hating on my right wing brothers and sisters because I understand they're not informed. But some of it is so held in concrete. In other words, uh, there's a group of people and and you're going to like the next video that I that I play because Matthew Dowd gets down to the bulk of it. And again, there are these two people I've been trying to interview and I just couldn't uh, get to. Uh, so uh, I'm going to try to bring Dowd back on so we can have a, a more extensive uh, conversation on this. But I want to play him now because I think you're going to like what he Good. has to say. And then I'm going to go Good. and start this with is Just make the left people like take the headphones off and listen. 
Right. Come on, everybody listen to this All one. Right. This one is a good one. Thank you, my dear. All right. Have a good Bye. one. Take care. All right, folks, I want you guys to listen to my good friend here, Matthew Dowd, because he kind of explains a lot of what, and, and again, I, and I, I want to say this respectfully to my white brothers, not my white brothers and sisters, to my white brothers. Because I want you to listen to what Matthew Dowd has to say with an open mind. Because if you listen to the way, let's say, Brother Eric Hayes talks, deep within his sentences, if you listen to what my brother, uh, even, uh, yeah, uh, Eric Hayes, CSAC, if you listen to deep inside of the word and their wordiology that they use, a lot of this become evident, even if it's not immediately, if they don't see it themselves immediately. You know, when Lee Grant talks about Western civilization and look at some of the key words that he has. And again, this is because a lot of how we were reared and indoctrinated. And the hardest thing to do is lose that indoctrination. I want you to listen to Brother Matthew Dowd here, how he expresses it, and then we'll take it on the other side. You know, I was watching uh, one of the shows on MSNBC. I think it was, um, I can't remember which show it was, but, you know, just kind of as I'm doing my blogging, I'm hearing it in the side. Then I heard Matthew Dowd started speaking about what is the real reason that so many gravitate to Donald Trump? Well, not so many, but a select group of people gravitate to Donald Trump that represent a certain people. And he was as plain as day, and it pretty much nailed it. Sentiment tweet saying, hey, man, I would love for you to be in politics done right, but we couldn't get uh, connected up yet. But I wanted this piece to be out because I think more than anything else, there is a probably 80 percent of the people who watch this will get it and understand why they need to get it. Will they all? I don't know, but maybe enough will check this out. We'll take it on the other side. The White House and the administration are sort of trying to respond with this idea that this election is existential, right? Everybody says it's the most important election of our time, but this time it might actually be. Whether the issue is democracy or the issue is freedoms and reproductive rights or racial equality or the economy, um, how do you think uh, things are going so far in, in this campaign and what would you like to see happen? That fundamental, this race needs to be about the existence of democracy and what that means and the moral cause of democracy. So I think the president it's right about that. But one thing I think politicians need to understand and people that want elections need to understand is, is voters act in their self-interest. Abraham Lincoln knew this. When you go back and look at all of Lincoln's arguments that he made in the great moral cause of the union, he made many of those arguments in voters' self-interest. And I think what you have to do is why does democracy matter to the average person in their living room, not just theoretical and not just as a moral cause, 
but as a practical cause. What does that mean for their ability to get a minimum wage? What does that mean to get there to get hired in a job? What does democracy mean in order to protect women's health freedoms? What does democracy mean in order to do something about climate change? All of those issues are completely dependent on the existence of a democracy and on the existence of the will of the people. That's one hand. The other part of this conversation, I think it's so important, is this is for, for us to say that this shouldn't be part of America today ignores the fact that many times that it has been part of America, mm-hmm. as Eddie said. Let me give you a reason why this resonates so well and why Trump and the Republicans use this issue. And I would call it white Christian nationalism because it's not just about race. It's about whether or not you're other on religion, whether you're a Muslim, whether you're a Jew. All of those things are tied together Mm -hmm. in a faith and a racial way, white Christian nationalism. For 200 years of our country, Ali, white, male, Christian, straight, straight people held 95% of the positions of power for 200 years. 95% of them were held by white, male, Christian, straight people. And only in the last 30 years has that number gone down to 80%. And that group of people represent 27% of the population. White, Christian, male, straight people represent 20. And Donald Trump is leaning into this idea that these people have a grievance that they now only hold 80% of the positions of power. And that's the problem that we have is not only is it an unwillingness to share, it's an unwillingness to even give people a more of a seat at the table. Let, it's, people aren't arguing, oh, only give those folks 27%. The fact that 80% of them have, are so, that still have power, but are still so concerned, really goes to the poison that exists in the American soil that has existed for 250 years. There you go. Matthew Dowd. Nail it. Let me tell you something, though. And this is something that that always bothered me. There are so many Americans who make claim to a birthright that they never had. They make or they, they make claim to a birthright that a minute few like a Donald Trump would have them believe they're entitled to. But others, the other are making sure they'll never have it. When the reality is, is that minute few, the Donald Trumps of the world, that are manipulating that few to do their dirty work to ensure that they maximize on the wealth of everyone else. I mean, the dynamic is astounding, but the core of it starts with the ending sentences that you just heard Matthew Dowd articulate. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us, please join. Absolutely so, folks. Join our network. Join our network, the PDR Posse. Many different ways to become a member of the PDR Posse. Anyway, 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 anyway. Uh, Paul Fleming says, update. Judge uh, Arthur Algorand said Wednesday, 
He does not expect Donald Trump to speak during the closing arguments in the $370 million New York uh, civils fraud trial against Trump. In a letter to attorney for Trump and New York uh, Attorney General Letitia James, just afternoon, Wednesday, Angeron said that Trump hasn't agreed to convictions he set uh, should the former president wish to give a statement. All right, let's see. Gene Daigle says, you have a left tilt, but you are also factually correct. I try my best, brother, brother Daigle. I try my best to be factually correct. And if at times or if I err, I've always made the promise to come out right here on air and say just that. I've heard. All right, let's see what else we got here. Paul Fleming said, it is incredible, but all authoritarians and liberal governments always end up stealing. It's not about Christianity or traditional values or the people ever. It's about money. See Poland, Hungary, Turkey, Venezuela, etc., etc., etc. Gene Daigle says, I'm listening. Well, thank you, Gene. That's what we want to hear. Bridge says, Eric, you want to play all the videos Trump screwed up? He can't even hold a glass of water. Uh, Mike Cisak says, Paul Fleming, that is true. Such governments are typically left-wing. Authoritarian states who end up with very power-hungry leftists who steal. I think you need to get off that, that leftist hate. You don't hate me. And I'm as left as you can get. And I'm pretty sure you like me, Brother Cisak. Don't Don't fall for that kind of... Uh, terminology or thinkology. Come on, Mike, you're smarter than that, Mr. Former. We'll have to come out there and uh, have some coffee with you, make you teach me some forming and me teach you some progressive values. All right, let's see what else we got here. Bridge MCP says, got a little excited. No, you didn't. You're always great, beautiful. Gene Daigle says, Prager, Prager you and schools that use that curriculum is actual indoctrination. That isn't even a school. You're so right, Bish. I mean, you're so right, Gene Dago. All right, Michael says, Eric Hayes, bad orange man got his lawyers to say he could literally kill his political opposition and argue if he's not impeached, he can't be prosecuted. Even his own lawyer during the impeachment said he could be charged afterwards. It is ridiculous how you're championing tyranny when it's yours doing the dictator in. That is so true. That is so true. Lee Grant says, Western civilization rots. But what other civilizations do you know, Lee? Do you know any other civilizations other than what you have been told of? But this big, big world, you know nothing of, sir? If you really want to dismantle it, you will have to stop using the English language. Not even English is all English. And it's probably why it's one of the most difficult languages to learn, because it has borrowed and steal and stole from every single language. Not that that is wrong. I kind of like it. You know, laissez-faire, it's not English. De facto, it's not English. Marisol, not English. All part of the English language. Señor, Western civilization is a conglomeration of things adapted from civilizations all over the world. You know, uh, all the things that make what Western civilization, in fact, Western civilization could not occur without the other civilizations of the world. Get that in your heads, people. You know, I, I, always, I, I, I a lot of African youth right now are starting to assert their worth, right? 
they look, they're looking at France and say, France, you are nothing without us here in Africa. You require, in fact, uh, Mitterrand said it. There is no French powerhouse without the French colonies that have all the resources and things that make the French French. And we can go on and on and on. Uh, 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 later, I'm going to tie this into something Brother Ledo says a little bit later as well. But here's the deal that, you know, I mean, it is high. The, and if you if you tie that into what Brother Matthew Dowd had to say. Right. You really have a problem not understanding that the success of Western civilization is not the success of the intellect of those who think they are the Westerners, but the, uh, but the aggregation of all that they have put together in one place. You have united Arab technology, African technology, uh, Asian, te uh, Chinese technology, over and over you've taken it and that's what that's how that is those are the components of western civilization as far as the wealth and the material that you get it's the material that you have gotten from all these other countries around the world you know uh, I, I, i'm going to jump to something daniel said because i'm going to show you how how silly it is daniel says i met a couple at the gun range visiting from holland today we started discussing the current breakdown of American society and politics. It seems obvious, obviously to be far more concerned with Holland. They lamented for some time about the immigration problem in their country. They told me a majority of Dutch are furious at Muslim immigrants. They feel they are losing their country. We had a good talk and bonded about the fall of Western civilization over the sweet smell of gun smoke. First of all, that's kind of creepy. I don't know. That's kind of creepy. But other than being creepy, it's mine, it is mine numbingly lacking in intellect. I love how we love to hate on the Muslims, right? Why are they coming here, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What I don't get is you don't understand that you went into these people's land to mine their coal, I mean, their, their hydrocarbons, their gas, et cetera. You go in there and you, you're disrupting an area where you don't belong. But when they decide to, some of them to come over here, the place of their disruptors, you then get an attitude. Why are they coming over here? Well, why are you going over there? It's always amazing. It is always amazing how you complain when you are in everybody else's business around the world. And when a few people come over here, you complain? A land that you actually, you know, these people are coming over here generally to get a job, to work, etc. When you came over here, the people that were here, you murdered, you created genocide, you took over the land. Take a look at West Texas. This, the, whoever owns those big ranches in West Texas, that isn't land that's been purchased officially down the chain. 
stolen land. That's all it is. That's Western civilization for you. I'm happy that you love it. I am happy that you love it. I like a modified civilization where I won't call it Western civilization. I would just call it civilization. And we have to civilize Western civilization, just like we have to civilize every civilization that's not nurturing and taking care of its own. And who is its own? Human beings. All right, let's see. Uh, Paul Fleming says, you cannot impeach a cabinet secretary because you don't like the president's policies. MAGA Republicans are wasting time with political stunts as government funding deadline looms and conflicts ranges around the world. True. Uh, Daniel is wet, right. Western civilization is fallen, but it's by design and on purpose. Oh, boy. Daigle says all of Donald Trump's wives were immigrants and his current wife family got into the U.S. because of those ties. True. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Bridge has a long one. Let me read it real quick. The Trump family's Im- immigrant story for decades, they denied their German roots, claiming to be of Scandinavian origin. On October 7, 1885, Friedrich Trump, a 16-year-old German barber, bought a one-way ticket for America, escaping three years of compulsory German military service. So they were always been Dodgers, boy. <laughs> he had been a sickly child unsuited to hard labor and feared the effects of the draft. It might have been illegal, but America didn't care about his law breaking. At that time, Germans were seen as highly desirable migrants, and Trump was welcomed with open arms. Less than two weeks later, he arrived in New York, where he would eventually make his small fortune. More than a century later, his grandson, Donald Trump, became the 45th president of Friedrich's adopted home. But for decades, Trump denied his German heritage altogether, instead claiming that his father's roots any further north in Scandinavia. He came here from Sweden as a child. Trump is is the son and grandson of immigrants, German on his father's side, Scottish on his mother's side. None of his grandparents and only one of his parents was born in the United States or spoke English as their mother tongue. Wow. The guy who doesn't like immigrants himself is an immigrant. All right. Uh, Gene Daigle says, you know how to solve the immigration problem? Dust off the Comprehension Immigration Reform Bill from 2013 and pass it. It passed the Senate in 2013 with 68 votes and Republicans did not allow it. Gene Daigle says, debate on the House floor. All right, Carl Cox, poor MAGA Republicans can't stand to hear the truth about the leader of Trump cult, Donald Trump. Attack anyone who doesn't want that. All right, let me keep scrolling. Got to get out of here pretty soon. Uh, what else we got here? Negotiators are weighing expediting the processing of work permits for asylum-seeking migrants as part of a potential border deal, according to five people familiar with the decision. Good choice. Good choice. Uh, Lee Grant, African technology, like what? Oh, God. Uh, Lee, 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 Lee. Let me go. Let me back up a second. You know, I love you. You're a good friend. Uh, But Africa is a continent bigger than the United States, bigger than Canada. It's huge. Africa is huge, not what it shows like on the map. And there are a lot of civilizations in Africa. In fact, there are a lot of older civilizations, underground pyramids. And I'm not talking about Northern Africa. I'm talking about Central Africa with all kinds of structures engineer that requires quite a bit of engineering to build 
Some of these civilizations are no longer in existence. Some of them, uh, their technologies have migrated northwards, etc. But your first comment on African technology is like what? I mean, a lot of the technology that you are working with right now has African history. When the African slaves were brought to the United States, a lot of the farming techniques and technologies, African. And even, even things like the break-in and, and open heart surgery. I mean, but again, because of how you were reared, because of how you were taught, because of the books that you read, if I say Western technology is made up of Asian technology, African technology, Arab technology, etc., your first inclination is to say African technology like what? As opposed to Egberto, uh, can you go ahead and enumerate some African technology so that in the future, when I'm around my racist friends who think that Africa is just a basket case, I can enlighten them. You see the difference? Do you see the difference, Lee Grant? You, your, your, your condescension about African technology is exactly what uh, Matthew Dowd was implying and talking about. And when I talked to you about how you were reared and you got upset at me for saying, I don't know how you were reared. And I told you, I don't know how you were reared. And your, your terminology, your wordiology says how you were reared. Americans in the aggregate know so little about the rest of the world. About what things were created around the rest of the world. About what things were brought with slaves. What things were stolen from lands that, that we went to and brought over here and capitalized. But you don't know that. You don't have any interest in knowing that. You haven't opened your mind to understand that all things weren't created here. Ask yourself why most business, when people come over here from countries, whether it be Africa, Asia, Latin America, or whatever, those are the people that are building new things. Those are the people that are creating new jobs. Those are the people that are creating most of the new technology here. But you ask, what African technology? And that is why I hope you're here at Politics Done Right. Because you get a chance to learn. You get a chance to break the chains that you have in your mind that was placed in your mind by a capitalist system that depends on you thinking you are supreme in as much as they're cleaning your clock and robbing you blind. I was going to talk some about the Mary Lou Retton insurance case. Um, I, I have the links in the blog for the show. Uh, suffice it to say that uh, when it comes to Mary Lou Retton and insurance, she misinformed when she told folks that couldn't get insurance because of pre-existing conditions. Not true. Uh, I still love her. She's a great athlete, but her ideology is problematic. Is problematic. Uh, 
Egberto thinks Americans are stupid. He just said that. Is that racist? Oh, wow. Is America one race? Oh, wow. Didn't know that. But, you know, uh, you just proved the point when you the first part of your sentence. When if, if you're saying, I think Americans are stupid, is that does that mean Americans are racist? Because I think something about America. I mean, I mean, it kind of tells you something about you, right, uh, Brother Rudman? I think so. Uh, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Anyhow, folks, we got to get out of here. We're getting close to the end of the show. Anything anybody uh, anything anybody wants me to uh, talk about in a minute or so? Vries says, Egberto Willis, under Lee African comment, please read mine. Okay, let's see. Uh, I didn't see that. Let me see if I can find Lee's African comment again because uh, I want to... Let's see if I can find that. Let's see if I can find that. Vrij, you always do this to me. Always have me searching. Okay, under... Okay, Vrij says, Africa has the world's oldest record of human technological achievement. The oldest stone tools in the world have been found in Eastern Africa and later evidence for tool production by humans. Hominem ancestors have been found across West, Central, Eastern, and Southern Africa. The history of science and technology in Africa since then has, however, received relatively little attention compared to regions of the world, despite notable African developments in mathematics, metallurgy, architecture, and other fields. Yeah. Thank you for that, Bridge. You know, again, that uh, it is good for us to educate people, right? Because, you know, uh, Lee isn't, Lee's comment isn't all that uncommon. That people just look at Africa and see basket case, right? Not realizing the reality is uh, the rest of the world depends on Africa. The rest of the world have to exploit African resources. And when Africans say, you know what, we're going to exploit these resources ourselves for our own profits, then you get the wars. Then we get the overthrow of governments when they try to say we're going to do this on our own, right? But again, that's not the history, the story we hear in America. Boy, we have a lot of work to do. Anyway, folks, please support the show however best you can. There are a lot of ways to support our show. You can go to politicsunright.com slash support. That is politicsunright.com slash support. I'm going to put that link in the, in the feed right now, politicsunright.com slash support. Please visit politicsunright.com slash support and provide the support in however form you can. We need, as, as Lee showed you, Lee's a nice guy, but as he showed you right there, the fact that most people just assume that Africa is a basket case as opposed to being the powerhouse that it is. It's all about supremacy and how people want to relay history. And when you talk about telling true history, they then to want to call it woke because we're trying to awaken you. All right, folks, please subscribe to our newsletter. It is free. It's at politicsandright.com slash newsletter. But more importantly, more importantly, if you become a paid member, you get to read all of our books. Politicsunright.com slash newsletter. It's Egberto off the record. I got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out!
We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.